if you are to ask any Jew, are you the chosen people? Most Jews would rather hear you ask them, why are you overweight? Uh, most Jews shy away from being considered as being the chosen people. It's not something where we, we are, where we run around with and saying, yes, we are the chosen people. It's, it's not like that at all. So where did this whole concept come from that we are the chosen people? And what does it mean to be the chosen people? Fiddler on the roof, if you remember, uh, one of the scenes there when Tevya looks up to heaven, says, God Almighty, I am so honored to be from the chosen people. But after he has suffered so much, he says, God, next time, could you please choose someone else? Many other nations have also considered themselves to be the chosen. For instance, China. China in Chinese means the center of the world. Japan considers itself the center where the sun originated. The land of the rising sun. The British believe that they are the chosen. And many other religions, the Christians, the Muslims, they are all so proud to say that they are the chosen people. But yet, when it comes to the Jewish nation, and when you tell any Jew, you are the chosen people by God, they actually shy away from it. Why is that? Why not wear that flag and stand tall and say, yes, we are the chosen people. Indeed, we are the chosen people. But that is not the fact. Because technically speaking, to say that you are chosen may sound chauvinistic, may sound arrogant. Because we're living in a time that we're trying to prove equality with everybody. Why would someone want to go around and say, well, I'm the chosen one? That, that, that doesn't seem to be in alignment with our modern day and age. It may even sound racist. And why would we want to do that? Well, truth to be told, Judaism is not really a race. Because Jews, the Jewish nation, consists of many races from all parts of the world have become part of the Jewish nation. So you cannot say that Judaism is a race. Um, I always like to say the words that Judaism is not a religion, it's a way of life. Anyone from any part of the world, from any race, color, or religion, can join the Jewish nation. And they become part of the chosen people. Just like Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Moses, Solomon, and the chief rabbi of Israel. You're just as Jewish as all of them. Can we ever explain that ever since the very first Jew walked on earth, nation after nation, tyrant after tyrant, did everything possible to annihilate us, to kill us. For 4,000 years, they have tried to erase and eradicate the Jewish nation from the world. They, they have tried it over and over again. Every major empire, every tyrant, that became a priority. Even the most recent, the Holocaust. The only thing that the Nazis had in common with the Russians was to eliminate the Jewish people. So we are the chosen people, and yet, for some reason, 
everyone seems to want to get rid of us. Could you imagine in the year 2023? The rise of anti-Semitism is just as powerful as it was for 4,000 years. They are still trying to get rid of us. And I could share with you personal, when I personally have dealt with anti-Semitism up close and personal more than many others. On April 27, 2019, when a young white bread American white supremacist terrorist, 19 years old, breached our synagogue with an AR-15 with the intent to extinguish every single Jew that was there for only one reason, because they were Jewish. When he entered the lobby, I was standing there and I was talking with Mrs. Lori Lynn Gilbert Kay, and he opened fire and killed her right in front of me. And then he took the AR-15 and aimed it right at me, shot four bullets towards me. I lost my two index fingers, but I survived so I could tell the tale today and continue on being an inspiration. I saw anti-Semitism up close and personal here in 2023 in the, in the United States of America. We are still reeling from it. So that begs the question, why? Why? the chosen people are being treated like this. The reality is that without Judaism, there would not be any Christianity, there would not be any Islam, because Judaism has been the very first religion to introduce monotheism into the world. And God chose Abraham to be the father of the nation. And from Abraham went to Isaac, to Jacob, always down to Moses, when God gave Moses the Ten Commandments and delivered to the Jewish nation the Ten Commandments and the whole Torah. So that begs the question, why is it necessary to have a chosen people? Why is it necessary to have the concept of chosenness? Aren't we all alike? Aren't we all children of God? So what is this whole concept of chosenness, of being a chosen nation? So the answer is as follows. The concept of being chosen, when you are chosen by a human being, let's say when a king chooses someone and elevates them, what that does to that human being, it gives them a level of arrogance. And we have seen it time and time out. That yes, when you are chosen by someone else, by a human being, then that separates you and it kind of gives you the right to feel elitist and to mistreat people and to be arrogant in the way you talk and you deal with people. And, and your ego expands and grows without any limits because you were chosen by a king, by a human being. And that kind of gives you the right to consider yourselves greater and better than others who are not chosen. So yes, so that is truth to be told about when you are chosen by a mortal human king. But this is very different when God Almighty in heaven chooses you. That concept of being chosen by God, the omnipotent, the creator of all being, the supernal spiritual being of all kind, when God chooses you, you become humble. 
And the reason why you become humble is because you and God are one. You and God are one entity because you were created by God and you were given a soul that keeps you alive by God Almighty. So now you are one with God. So when God chooses you, He is choosing you to be able to empower you to be humble, to be selfless, to be committed, to be dedicated towards a cause. Because if you become haughty and egotistic and judgmental and denigrating because of your chosenness, then you are not chosen by a God in heaven. You are chosen by some pagan God that you created in your mind. Because once you realize and recognize that you are chosen by God Almighty in heaven, then you do realize that that chosenness is to humble you and to be able to make you one with God. So this is what happened with the Jewish people. 3,300 years ago at Mount Sinai, God chose the Jewish nation and said, I am going to accept you as my nation and you are going to accept me as your God. This chosenness between the two of us is a chosenness for you to be able to be my ambassadors to the world. I am choosing you and I'm empowering you to introduce to the world the Ten Commandments, the Torah, the laws. I am choosing you to be an extension of myself. So the Jewish people did not choose to be chosen, but that God did that. But what did He choose us for? He chose us not to make us greater than anyone else, not to make us better than anyone else, not to make us more important than anyone else. No, as a matter of fact, just the opposite. God chose us to be able to teach the world that every single person is a chosen person, that every single person created by God is chosen. And each one of us is chosen by God to make this world a better place and a greater place. So the Jewish people, yes, were chosen by God to be able to teach the rest of the world that they too are chosen and understanding that by being chosen truly humbles you and brings you more spirituality into your life. And the truth to be told, any person can become part of the chosen nation. Any person from any ethnic background, from any corner of the world, if you want to become Jewish, you can become Jewish. We welcome everyone. We don't proselytize. We're not looking to convert people. We have enough a hard time trying to keep our Jewish people from being Jewish. But if anyone wants to become Jewish, wants to become part of the chosen people, needs to understand that when you become the chosen people, you are going to become humble. You're going to become a nothing. You're going to be nullified. You're going to be totally selfless in the eyes of God, in the eyes of yourself. Because you're going to be surrendering everything to God's will. The Talmud writes about the Jewish nation has three unique natures. One is compassionate, part of our DNA. One is bashfulness, and one is generous. Those are three interesting natures that God has embedded in our DNA of the Jewish nation. 
with those three attributes, we were given that ability to be able to be a light unto the nations. When we became chosen by God Almighty, think about it. We weren't chosen to become a murderous people, to treat people, to denigrate people, to decimate people. But rather, we were created a people to have brought to this world the Ten Commandments, the Torah, who has promoted life, love, kindness, generosity, compassion. This is what we are chosen to do. And this is what it means to be part of the chosen people. So I hope that you could understand when you hear the saying that Jews are the chosen people, remember the fact, what were they chosen for? Well, obviously, after 4,400 years of every single empire and tyrant trying to destroy us and exterminate us, we are still here. We are still here because we have a line from the Torah that says, Hero Israel, God, our God, God is one. That we are one with God. We are one with our mission. Being the chosen people, not to be chosen to suffer, not to be chosen to be displaced from country to country, not a nation to be chosen to be exterminated, but we were chosen to be able to carry out God's mission in life with humbleness, with respect, with acceptance, with non-judgmentalness, with unconditional love and acceptance of all human beings, because we are all created by God as one. Now you know that you too are the chosen people. God bless you. God loves you.